What's up, guys? It's me, back in the closet, because I'm still in Arizona. I am in COVID country right now. And due to that, I actually have to stay here. Um, we are just living it up. We're swimming every day. We're getting some sunshine. Um, staying away from the public, honestly. And I have some super exciting news for everybody that there are a babies just popping up all over the place. I'm getting texts from friends and, and things like that. They're like, oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, God damn, COVID. Y'all are like about to be the new baby boomers, okay? I am so for it though. I mean, Xander is one, so he's gonna, he's gonna get grouped in as well as one of those baby boomers, but we did not conceive him during the COVID. No, we did not. Uh, but, uh, anyway, how are you all? I missed you. I know I was not on last week. I had, I'll be honest with you guys. I've had a really, I've had a really, really tough couple of weeks because, you know, it's hard being a parent and a spouse in general because you just want what's best for your family. You want what's best for yourself all at the same time. And sometimes that means you have to go way out of your comfort zone. Sometimes that means you have to sacrifice in order to reap the benefits once the sacrifice is over. You know, I just cannot express enough how proud I am of every single one of you mom and dads out there. Uh, who are just doing whatever they can to get by, to survive, to make sure there's food on that motherfucking table. I am so, so proud and thankful that you're all listening. And I, I hope that you know, coming from me as your podcaster, I right now am in the middle of the exact same thing. I'm extremely blessed to have an amazing woman tribe. I just did a podcast with Moms on High, and it was absolutely, I mean, just beautiful. I can't really express it in any other word other than beautiful and magical and just so powerful. These women that I have been so lucky enough to, to surround myself with. Uh, I, I wanted to get on here and let you guys know a little piece of, uh, a little piece of advice from your friendly, uh, your friendly podcaster, Courtney over here. I wanted to tell you guys that it's all going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. There are some of you who are listening who are like, oh shit, I've been okay this whole time. Like da 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 da. And that is fucking awesome. More power to you. I'm so, so, so fucking thankful that you have not had to experience a hiccup in your employment and daycare and school and all things like that. Or, or maybe you're single and you're just living life, you know, and you still work and all that good stuff. But to the parents out there who are, who are sometimes like I was this morning, just in tears when my son was napping because I, it's the only time I can to, to not show my emotions to my son. Like I have to be strong for him. Just like a lot of you other parents probably fucking break down and cry in your room after your kids leave the house or after your kids are, you know, asleep or whatever the case may be. I see your strength. I see the hard work. I see those tears and I promise you it doesn't make you weak. It makes you that much stronger. You're letting go of those emotions and that is the hardest thing to do. Unfortunately, I see it a lot in men. I see it a lot even in my own husband where they're afraid to cry or they're afraid to 
to break down or whatever the case may be because they are so afraid that if they have any emotion that they're going to wind up like disappointing their family or maybe they're going to be looked at in a weird light because they're showing emotion or they're letting go. They're releasing the negative toxins in their bodies, which, mind you, just because you're crying, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a negative thing. And it doesn't always mean you're getting rid of a toxic emotion. If anything, it just means you're giving yourself the opportunity to release the built-up, pent-up, feelings and emotions that you have and that is admirable that is so admirable and I want to tell all of the men and women out there mothers children whoever is listening I want you all to know that it's good to cry it is I've cried all fucking day to be totally honest I just there's with the world and how things are going and being an empath and you know just feeling the pain. There's a reason I can't watch the news. I watch the news and my heart hurts. My whole body hurts for everyone. And now it's not hurting for necessarily the people dying of COVID because those numbers are less than 1%. I'm my, which mind you to the families who have lost their loved ones. That does not, that does not disregard the loved ones that you have lost because that is a tragedy and, and it's extremely unfortunate and very sad. And I am so sorry for your loss. Genuinely. I am also very sorry for the people after this protection order is lifted that there are going to be thousands of families, if not hundreds of thousands of families who are going to be homeless, like homeless because they're, mortgages are foreclosed on or their apartments landlords aren't working with them and they hadn't paid the last three months mind you are some of these families people who spent money where it didn't need to be spent maybe I don't know but I can't just assume that hundreds of thousands of families didn't use their stimulus properly and even if they did places like California and New York and Chicago and stuff like that that measly what 1200 per adult and 500 per child that barely covers rent let alone anything else you know so I um I just I just want to express how thankful I am for what I have as far as a home and stability goes but I also want to express and send you guys my power and my love and 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 just tell you that you're going to get through this. And I know that some of these families who, um, most of these families aren't even listening to this podcast. But I'm hoping that my words, knowing that they have power behind them, will reach these families somehow. To give them some shred of hope that they're not alone. That they can do this. That they will make it through this. And please, if you have the opportunity, be kind to someone. Be kind to a stranger. That's not me saying, oh, just fucking throw all your stranger danger out the window. Like, no, because we do still have a pandemic and COVID-19, it is real, absolutely. However, if you have the opportunity to help someone in need, please do. Please do, because, you know, it's easy to judge people. It's easy to look at people and just assume. It's also easy to take things out of context. It's easy to look over the fact that our economy took an extreme hit and people like me 
and others who are worse off. I'm very blessed. I have the opportunity to start over because luckily, you know, yeah, I lost out on $15,000, but I also am young and driven and have a very supportive spouse who is all about me always trying something different, always going after my dreams. You know, not everybody is that lucky. And a lot of people, especially these older people who have literally invested their entire lives into these businesses and they're just gone. They're gone forever. I mean, you can't stay closed for three months and then like, sure, there's government grants and buyouts and and programs, but like, you know what? I tried calling those fucking programs and going through the state and the government and all this dumb shit. And let me tell you, I was put on hold. I was forward. I would had the call drop and then I was forwarded again. And then I was on the phone for a fucking two hours and didn't get anywhere. Like these people give you the fucking runaround. And if you don't know the right buttons to push because nobody's in the office, you're not going to get anywhere. There are people who still haven't collected their unemployment and have been applying for the last three months. There is a lot of shit going on where people are under this blind misconception that uh, it's just so easy to get the government to pay your fucking bills. Okay, it's not. It's not easy. It's really not. It is... It's hard. It's it's gut-wrenching. It's hard. It's tedious. It's it's long. It, the process in itself, especially now that you can't go to these actual places and file, it's all online now. And I'm telling you, some of these people, I mean, some of these companies don't have anyone at the office. Like, you're literally just getting forwarded over and over and over and over again until you just drive yourself insane and throw your fucking cell phone, you know? So... Before you judge anyone and you're quick to judge a small business and say, oh, well, maybe they didn't do the proper things. Maybe they were already behind on rent. Maybe whatever the fuck you want to put in there. Insert maybe here. Okay. It doesn't, you don't know. And I would say if you really want to know, ask. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, again, if you don't know the situation, Please be a good example to your kids and an example to other adults who are watching and spread that love, spread that kindness, spread that joy. Let people feel the love that they have been lacking over the course of the last month, honestly. The world is a very chaotic place right now. The world is very hurt and confused and healing trying to heal but fucking every time we think we're making progress it just gets worse and worse and worse or so the media likes us to think i don't really know what to believe at this point and i don't think anyone else does either i mean there's a of course your right extremes and your left extremes or your activists who are extreme and things like that and your conspiracy theorists who are extreme and i may be one of those conspiracy theorists but i wouldn't say i'm necessarily extreme but i'm definitely a conspiracy theorist uh I, I just, I, I can't express enough that nobody really knows, I don't think anybody anyway, really knows what's going on. The numbers are being forged. The cases are being forged. The degree of like how many different types of COVID-19, like the cases are being held under the rug because all the media wants us to scare the shit out of us and keep us in that victimized mentality and be like, oh my God, if I have a scratchy throat, I might die. Or like, oh my gosh, if I don't, you know, take back everything I've ever said that offended someone, then I'm a bad person. Like, first of all, I want to address that by saying, own who the fuck you are. Okay. Own that shit. 
yes, you have probably said some bad stuff. You've probably fucked up. Who hasn't? But that doesn't mean you have to keep apologizing for it. If you are a different person, if you have grown from that original person, then stop apologizing and just keep living your life in the sense of like lead by example. So, so just make sure that you keep doing your due diligence of making sure to keep that, you know, racial slang out of your mouth or hanging out with people who have, um, you know, racial things to say, or who are like so extreme that you feel like you can't talk to them. Like just if, if, if this doesn't work, which is like, if you talk to them and they are just like fucking attacking you, making you belittle, uh, making you feel belittled, I'm sorry. Uh, or just making you feel a certain way. It's okay to not talk to those people. Even if it's family members, it's okay. But here's the thing. You never want to assume that that other person is going to blow up on you. I have had so many friends who have read my posts and are like, whoa, this is new. Like, oh my gosh. And it's because I've, I've always, you know, I've always been pretty vocal about my views, but I always try to keep my viewers in mind and try not to hurt feelings. But now that I've realized the kind of world that we are in right now, I can't not hurt someone's feelings. I'm sure my podcast right now is offending people and I'm sure I've gained and or lost followers. I mean, it's just the way it goes. I am no one in this world is ever going to not offend someone. It's just not possible. Just like it's not possible to not scream at your fucking kids when they're just bouncing off the wall. Like you could try a couple times. Oh, okay, please don't. Okay, please. No, thank you. But then there comes a point where it's like, holy fucking shit. I got to raise my voice. I got to smack the fingers or I've got to go put them in timeout or put them on a nap. I don't know what the, what the case may be. Either way, it's all the same. If you automatically assume that someone's going to attack you, they they just might. Or you might get so defensive that you don't hear what the other person says. Just like with your kids. If you assume that they're doing things on purpose to piss you off or they're smart-mouthing you because they are doing it on purpose and you just react instead of wait, listen, devour the information and and really process everything that this person is saying the emotions behind it the body language the 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 length of the conversation i mean the specific words they use when it comes to communication communication is key with your kids with your friends with your partner with your boss with anybody with your dog shit like i'm telling you we are going to get through this. And that's why the message today is we have got this shit. Queens and kings, we can get through this shit together. Together we rise. Together we stand and we will conquer all as a unit. But we have to come together. We have to stop policing every fucking word that comes out of someone's mouth, okay? There's a difference between someone being outright racist and someone just just talking and it just so happens to offend you because maybe they didn't use the right pronoun maybe they didn't um maybe they didn't say the word african-american they said black maybe it was the opposite around maybe they said uh african-american but they prefer to be called black i mean or brown or whatever you want to call it the thing is is there's there's a difference there really is and if you do want to educate someone make sure that you're not just outright looking 
for a reason to be upset with someone because you're trying to jump on the bandwagon. Okay, being a victim doesn't mean that you win. It doesn't make you look cool. It doesn't make you look strong. And it doesn't make me want to apologize to you either. It makes me want to pick you up and say, look, we got this together. I don't know why you're taking such a victimized uh, approach to all of this, but you are better than what the tabloids say. You're better than what media says. You're better than what people are saying as, as though you're oppressed because you're not. You have the power. You just have to give it to yourself. And I feel as though we literally went back 60 fucking years. There's a couple of great things that happened, like the Confederate flag was taken down. And thank God, because why the hell was that even up anyway? You know, so I, I mean, I'm not going to say that everything about this movement has been uh, negative because that's not true. Um, or everything about this COVID situation has been negative because that's not true either. Because in the beginning, COVID-19 brought us all together. COVID-19 helped us love our family members harder and the people around us harder. And they helped us real, it, the COVID-19 helped us all realize how precious life is. So precious and time that you can never get back. And unfortunately to the families who have lost people. You know, they now definitely realize like, oh my God, time is valuable. Time is precious. I will never have that time back. You know, and with this Black Lives Matter movement, I completely agree. Yes, there are some things that do need to change. Absolutely. I mean, government in general needs a motherfucking restart. Do we got a reboot button on, on the whole, you know, reset button on the whole government thing? Because that would be fucking fantastic to not be ran by pedophiles and fucking nasty ass criminals and things like that. You know, unfortunately, that's just not the reality of the situation. We don't have a reset button, but if we can get all sides to come together, there's nothing we can't do. The Black Lives Matter movement has done wonders for a lot of things. And in the past month, there's been more done than there has in the last decade. And that is something to be celebrated. However, and I, and I shouldn't say however, I should say and there's also the negative context of now it seems as though every person of color or, or uh, any person of white uh, majority or what do they call it? someone will have to comment for me. What is it called? It's like white prominent or something, dominant or something. And to me, you know, to just put everybody in this category that if these people aren't black, like when is the shade, when, how brown do you have to be to be put in this category? I don't get it. I don't. What, what shade of white do you have to be to have the privilege or is it all whites? I'm confused, you know, because there's there's Spanish whites, there's there's Mexican white people, there's Asian white people, there are Irish white people, there are, I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand. There's not just one fucking race or one shade of black that is oppressed. It's just not real. It's not. We do have some shit to clean up. Let's put that right there. Let's put that in a straight narrow arrow that yes I agree that there have definitely been some crazy amazing things that have been accomplished in the last month but it's time to stop burning down cities these these peaceful protesters are fucking amazing and these people who are burning shit are ruining it 
They're ruining it for them because all people are going to focus on is the negative. That's just what the media does. How people don't understand that by now, I don't get. If you want to have negativity in your life constantly, turn on the fucking news. You'll see all the bad shit because you know what? When things are good, they'll show all that bad shit. But when things are really, really, really bad and it's like really bad, they'll say, oh, don't worry. And that's when you know shit's about to go down. We're in a spiritual shift right now. And I know this episode is longer than the last couple I've done, but it's because I I didn't have the chance to upload last Monday because I was so, I, I mean, I was so destroyed on the inside, just watching my friends tear each other apart, watching family members of my friends, not necessarily my family, but family members of friends who are also tearing each other apart. And just like, I mean, some of the shit that's being said is like, Foul. These some of these people who are supporting the Black Lives Movement and are so vocal about it are so mean to these other people. And some of these people who are uh, advocating for this COVID nineteen that it is just the end of the world are also the same people who are disregarding the million, the the thousands of people who are about to be homeless, or their water is shut off, or their kids are now depressed because they cannot go to school. Like there is so much more going on behind the scenes and in between between the lines that I cannot help but feel inclined to get on my platform and be loud about it. We have to understand that there it is not black and white. None of this is black and white. If anything this shit has been grayer than it's ever fucking been. <laughs> yeah, when black people were slaves, that's black and white. That's not okay. You should never fucking own a person ever. Same thing with uh, women's rights, gay rights, um, uh, trans rights, things like that. Like, that shit should have never been a law. Like, they should always have had the same rights. And that right there, that is black and white. But this right here, this COVID-19 shit, this is, this is the most gray I've ever seen. The most gray that I've ever been a part of where I'm like, I don't even fucking know what to do. I don't know what to say. I, I feel like when I say something, no matter what, someone's going to twist it and, and make it negative. Or when I speak my truth or speak my mind with cold, hard facts, they will come back at me with fake news or their own opinions and just blow up. I feel like there's, I have tons of trolls. I mean, anytime I post, it's always a fuck Trump, you know, kind of thing and where they don't even read what I have to say. Um, it's, it's, it's hard. That's why I, I didn't uh, I didn't get on Messy Mamba Monday last week. And this will be my 33rd episode, which is funny because two weeks ago I thought it was my 33rd episode. But it's kind of funny how I'm almost forced to redo it because, you know, three is my internal number. Uh, 33 is my favorite number. And I think that's kind of crazy how that all happened. And I just, I have this genuine, just, just this feeling that I need to get on here and tell you all to read between the lines, to look at the bigger picture. We're going to get through coronavirus. That is, that's okay. Yeah, we're going to get through it. It's not the fucking black plague and it's not the Spanish flu and it's nothing. It's, it's the flu. It's a very bad case of the flu that winds up turning some extremely healthy people into I mean, deadly ill, deathly ill. And that is a shame. But uh, less than 1%, I mean, 0.6% of the population has died. And it, we're eight months in. Okay, we're eight months in. And they're about, they're telling us that we have to wear these masks for the next two years. 
so that the, the virus dies out. But they don't know if the virus is going to die out. So they're coming out with a vaccine. But they don't know if the virus will mutate. So they don't know how many times they'll have to make the vaccine. Like, I don't know how else to put it other than in bold fucking black ass letters saying read between the lines. We're going to crumble as a nation if we don't come together. And I don't want to see that happen. Families are going to crumble and destroy each other because of this shit. And that shouldn't be the way it is. And who cares? Fuck Trump. That's fine. Fuck him. Fuck Joe Biden. Uh, I mean, vote third party. But then as soon as I say vote third party, I've got people saying, oh, Joe Jorgensen, yeah, sure. Well, our nation isn't set up for a third party. Well, then what the f then why are you complaining? then why are you saying that you want change so badly, but you're not willing to put Joe uh, Jorgensen's uh, name on the ballot? If we would just come together and and vote middle, maybe, or, or green, or actually, I don't know if I want to vote for the Green Act because they're a bit of extremes, but I'm just saying, if we voted for something other than the left and right, maybe we would see a change. But it starts with you. It starts with us. It starts with our kids and what we teach them and how we nurture them and care for them. Racism isn't born. It's, it's, it's bred. It's bred in our children when you raise them to watch YouTube all the time and you don't know what they're watching. Or you let them watch those movies that you're watching with guns and violence and drugs and sex and things. You think that your kids aren't watching, that they're not, you know, soaking all that shit in and they are trust me they are the video games they play the movies they watch the youtube they watch the shit they read like the tabloids the news it's all toxic if you want to make a change turn the shit off turn it all off it's time to start over it's time to start treating each other with love and respect it's time to start showing our children what compassion and love really look like. And it's not, let's live in fear. And it's not, let's jump on the bandwagon because it's cool. It's not any of that. It's, you know what? You're right. Maybe we should start thinking about other people and what we're saying. Maybe we should be more considerate and start there. Don't go back and apologize for all the shit. You already did it. Own it. Yes, I did this. Maybe apologize for it once or twice, sure. But to keep apologizing, it's not worth it. It's not. And I, I just want to leave you with a positive message. If you turn off the news and you focus on your family and grow your family the way that you want to see the world change and you start changing yourself and you start meditating and you start really soul-searching, you're going to be real surprised when one day you walk outside or you wake up and you're like, wow, I don't feel like there's a prick wall in my body. I don't feel terrified to get sick when I have a scratchy throat in the morning because I had the fan on. I don't feel like my kids are in danger or that cops are going to shoot people. Like I saw a pair of cops today who were simply coming into uh, my job and they were like, oh, a woman locked herself out on the patio. We need keys and a, and a deadbolt lock because she locked the chain. And I was like, oh, well, okay, yeah, no problem. And and uh, I said, how's your day going? They said, ah, oh, well going and I could just see I mean I could cry right now I could see the pain 
in their eyes because their job is to help. And yeah, they probably do turn in the bad cops, but man, you guys, you gotta give these fuckers a break. Not, I mean, not even half the cops are bad. Not even 75% of the cops are bad. There is a very, very small percentage of cops that are crooked. And I'm sorry, it's not going to change overnight. It's not even going to change over the course of a year. That's something that has to be plotted and planned. And it has to be done skillfully due to the safety of the others around them and their families and the people that they know who they know that they know. Like, you guys need to start showing more love and showing more compassion and understanding towards things that you don't understand and start asking more questions. Start asking more questions without the defense wall up. Start asking more questions in light of you know, the news, instead of following in the same footsteps of everybody else, why don't you start with how you're approaching the situation? Take a step back, take a deep breath, and really dive deep into why you need to know this information. Dive deep into why you think this is you know, the way it is, why it's happening to you and things like that, or why it's happening to the country. Start asking more questions and be kind about it. Start being more open and be kind about it. I'm just, I'm here to tell you all that you need to spread more love and I need to spread more love and we all need to show more love and compassion in our lives and to the neighbors and to the people around us. And with that being said, I am going to end this episode on that positive note and tell you all how grateful I am that you're all here, that you have all stuck with me, and that you're all so wonderful for just being who you are and always being authentic. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week, and I hope that you all have an amazing Messy Mamba on Monday.